Welcome to Trust Your Body podcast. We will discuss teams from embodiment to mental health and explore how enhancing trust and building the relationship you have with your body will guide you towards finding the answers that you seek. I'm your host, Anthony Claffey, and I will interview people from various walks of life to share their knowledge and wisdom they have gained on their personal journeys. We will share how you can learn to listen to your body, understand what it's saying, and by learning to trust it, you can transform your life. Today I have Gerlinda Halmer. Gerlinda is a yogi, a graphic designer, a M2M coach. She also runs um, Sparkle with Linding and she is an avid cat lover, which I think is a really important comment for Lindy. Lindy is also the person who has helped me with my website, designed my logo for my podcast and also designed the logo on my website as well, actually. So she's kind of an all-round superhuman, Lindy. Delighted to have you. Oh, well, thank you so much, Anthony, for having me. Delighted to be here. So much fun. (laughs) Brilliant. I can't wait to hear you say fuck on. (laughs) We get there. We get there. (laughs) So what does it mean for you to trust your body? I guess there's a short and a long answer. And I'm going to go with a very simple answer because I probably can talk about it for an hour. (laughs) Um, Just to listen to my body and really listen to it and noticing what I need, what I want, what I want to do and how I want to do it. Cool. Yeah. Shortest answer ever. Yeah. <laughs> From just what you said, it reminds me of how you speak about values and just popped into my head a story you told me about, geez, it must have been six months ago when you said that you, you wanted to work 40 weeks a year. You, you, you explained the story to me of why you wanted to work 40 weeks, how it would look like, etc., etc. And, and I said, that's fucking genius. Like, the way you explained it made so much sense to me. But there was obviously something there for you, kind of an inherent knowing of this is how I want to work, this is how I want to live. And where did that come from? That's, uh, that's a bit of a longer story, I would say. Um, Go for it. Yeah. So... Growing up was quite boxed in for me. So there was a, a lot of set rules and how the way we live and how the way we work. And then I uh, entered the corporate work, uh, world and it was all about how many weeks you work and the hours you work and the intensity of it. And you get the set amount of holidays, but you only can take them when it suits basically um, your employer rather than you all the time. The older I got, the more I realized this is not really how I want to live my life and I wanted to live my life a little bit more free and break those rules and make my own ones and that's where the 40 weeks came from where I realized when I work I can work quite intense I go from one project into the next one and I go from teaching a class to designing and then going back to maybe work on something else so taking like a break after a couple of hours work is not natural to me because I love doing what I do and I work let's say very hard and intensely on getting there but then I realized I'm not having a break then either so I realized I just need to and the trust wasn't easy (laughs) to do that (laughs) kind of take chunks of times out of my year and say I'm not gonna work on um, in those weeks in that month I still do something else I might go on a retreat or work on a project where it doesn't actually um, go anywhere into my business, just something for myself. Um, and that's where the 40 weeks came in where I thought 
this is a number where I'm happy to just work and I might work on a Saturday and Sunday as well and you know um, and I don't mind that even though I do like to you know the initial idea was I only work four days a week as well but this didn't work <laughs> out <laughs> I got bored then but I do like the idea of saying I take a month here and I do very little or nothing and it really just put things in I enjoy doing yeah that's where it that. came from yeah I, I actually stole um, or borrowed your idea that's okay anybody can <laughs> um, <laughs> and you can shape it whatever way you want yeah. it to mm. I um, I didn't realize I was kind of doing it anyway but I was only doing it for I had like two weeks of the year I would call them my weeks and it was my weeks to go off and study I always made sure at least two weeks were there and after I spoke to you I went nah, it should be three or four weeks and then I went to my accounts and went three or four weeks that's spaces there now and then I went on the space there for Christmas and there's space there during the summer, etc. And then my weeks actually slowly start to to reduce down. And I, I know, you know, values and how you choose to live life is, is quite an important uh, factor for you. Um, and it's something you've spoken about before. I know you've done a, is it a podcast or a lecture you've done for the Movement Studio? Um, we I did a workshop on it. Workshop. Mm-hmm. Cool. It was a workshop on your values and to really dig into them and that's where the M2M coaching come in and the value filter system and how you really figure out what your values are really are because a lot of time we end up with with some words and we think that's our values but we are not really sure how to actually apply them in everyday life how to use them when we make decisions I think there's a disconnection sometimes Mm -hmm. and I feel like with the coaching and the value filter system it really gets your top three values and how to use them in anything and everything you do yeah I can attest to that (laughs) plus when you when you started uh, designing my logos and doing the branding for my website and my business I was like what's this woman asking me all these questions for why does she want to know this (laughs) I just thought Brandon meant colors, you know, <laughs> black, white, green, whatever. Um, but I actually could see how you were starting to implement all of those elements in um, by asking questions about me and how I live and work, etc. Um, which I thought was really cool. So yeah, and that's the cap. Oh, thank you, <laughs> and you're welcome. I really enjoyed uh, doing your logo and working with you and. I want to get to know the person I work with. It's not just, oh, there's a project or there's something coming in and you get paid for. I really want to enjoy every single step along the way because otherwise I feel like I'm wasting my time and the other person's time and energy. Mm -hmm. Um, And the way I create and design project, the way I teach yoga, the way I live my life or try to live my life uh, based on, on, yeah, that core sense that where it comes back to trusting your body, where I mentioned earlier, to listening, what do you want? How do you want to do it? How um, do I want to show up in this world? And um, that's why I ask questions about um, the person and, you know, what's important to them Mm. and what's important to their clients and how they want to show up for their business as well. an interesting one and it wasn't you another client said to me oh they feel like they're almost like in an interview about their life story <laughs> and it was somebody I haven't worked before and I said look I don't want to just design a logo f- for you can we have a chat and I just wanted to know the person and why they're doing what they're doing and yeah. why they're teaching what they're teaching so I can feel into that mm-hmm. 
I want to yeah. sense that in my body yeah. and then I create from there because then I enjoy it. It's fun. It's not just something I create um, from my head. I want to feel it in my body and then translate it yeah. into forms and shapes. I love that. Hmm. What's cool is of all the people I've had on my podcast, everyone has brought a reference back to our own bodies. And it's one of the reasons I call the trust, trust your body. Um, because I, I believe all the answers we already have and we just need people to help guide us to bring those answers out. A friend of mine attends your online yoga class and I was listening to how she speaks about what she gets from your class and your class is called Fuck It Yoga. Yes. And I'm, I'm just waiting for you to say <laughs> Fuck It. <laughs> I haven't yet, or did I? <laughs> Not yet. Um, I'd like to know because I have another question about yoga and that was something that was asked to me and I responded on social media and but I'm interested in your insight as well but your fuck it yoga um did that come from the how you choose to live your life how you choose to work etc etc without getting into perception of yoga yet the things I've heard really really positive things people say about your class what they're actually getting from it um, there's a huge amount of values that it's not just I'm going to a class. There's way more than that, um, which means you're obviously creating some form of environment for people. How did it start? What's that about? Where did it come from? And say the name for me. Just <laughs> so I run Fuck It Yoga. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and um, they were all, well, yoga always for me was a tool to connect to my body. The reason why I started yoga was I needed more space in my life for myself. Um, <clears throat> I really struggled with it. And that's what yoga gave me from the first class. It gave me the opportunity to show up no matter how I felt that day, if I was tired, wanted to talk to anybody or not, wanted to move or not. I just could really be me. And also I think I was very lucky to have a teacher who really created that space. Um, and very quickly I realized this is not just about a movement class or anything. It's about our mind, our body, how we feel, what we want and how we can, yeah, deal with stuff on, on the mat in a classroom and then walk away from it and taking a nugget or two or even three with you. The longer I practice, the more I connect it back to my body and what's really important to me. And also the more I noticed when external evaluation is happening when I do things to please others or when I did things what I thought what others want me to do etc and the best way to break that for me is saying fuck it it's like hold on a second it's it I kind of sometimes need that little push to say oh fuck that shit I'm gonna do it my way and there's a bit of a rebel in it as well but it comes from a actually self-care point and when I started teaching I notice a lot of people don't come to yoga because they feel intimidated by it. They struggle with the setup. You know, people behave a certain way, wear certain clothes, speak a certain way. Um, I think when you're completely a beginner, even haven't done any movement, and you kind of see all those bendy people and they're doing all these weird shapes and you don't maybe not even understand the language, mm-hmm. uh, what they are talking about. Some teachers use Sanskrit, Sanskrit uh, words and everything, which is beautiful. But I felt like sometimes there's a big gap from a complete newbie to actually feeling comfortable in a room. And because my purpose was always that somebody can show up no matter what and with what and how. 
And so I called it fuck it yoga because I wanted that people just kind of come no matter where they're at in life, what they wanted to get out of the class. I just wanted them to show up for themselves because I know how much yoga can really transform shit in, in your body and in your life. So yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. And you're still doing them now on like th- that was totally accessible online for people. Yes. The pandemic, we were so. running all the way through the pandemic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which I think was crucial for people to have something like that at, at that time. Yes. Yeah. And it kind of uh, what happened was like everything was shut down. And then um, we were. So the way I run usually is uh, I run them in courses. So there are six week courses at the moment because I wanted people show up for a few weeks regularly for themselves to get the most benefits out of it. And it was halfway through a course and I thought, okay, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> and online just presented itself as the easiest and simple solution mm-hmm. so people can join from home. And um, I think it was needed more than ever. Yeah. And I think also people appreciated they had all those tools already. Yeah, yeah. And totally. can continue using them. Totally yeah. agree, totally agree. Um, I think it'll hopefully change um how people seek out that type of work or a a body type practice and where they're actually able to source something online and be able to stay at home access it online Um, and i think it will open lots more doors for people to expose themselves to this type of stuff absolutely because um i also gave everybody the opportunity to not come on with the camera, not come on with um, saying anything. So just logging in completely in the privacy of your own home. You can be in your pajamas, you can be naked. Anything is welcome and just do whatever you want to do. I always encourage people to, if any elements doesn't suit them that day, take a rest, take it easy, you know, Um, because one of my teachers said years ago, she says, I just want you to show up. And if you lie down for the hour and do absolutely nothing, I'm okay with it. You still take the benefits away. And I still remember uh, the day she said that. And every time when I struggled to showing up for my own practice, for my own class, I can kind of remember that and say, I just need to show up. Mm. And the funny thing is, you never lie down for the hour then. You always do something. That's the interesting bit. Like once you show up, it's... um, yeah, you're just giving yourself the permission to be you. Mm. Yeah, and then somehow the energy comes to move. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm. I was speaking to Phil Greenfield um, recently, and we were talking about letting go. And I, I said to him, just just so happens, two days before I spoke to Phil, I don't know how it came up in conversation somewhere about just telling people to do absolutely nothing, just be there for themselves and do nothing. And eventually it would come to you that you can just let go and do nothing. And it actually came from a response from someone who messaged me saying, I had listened, I'd been watching your posts all the time. You kept on talking about trusting your body. And he said, I didn't realize that I kept on trying to force myself to breed. I didn't realize that if I could just let it trust it, it's going to do itself anyway and actually let that go. But I didn't realize how hard it was to let it go. I responded and said, just do nothing and see what happens. And... He, like he, he took a lot from him because it, it, it engaged in a quite nice conversation and, and you know two days later I was talking to Phil and he kind of uh, he explains this way very well in his book and it's called Unraveling Letting Go Getting Well and it's similar to you saying just show up you know and you're showing up for yourself and being there um, and, and being there for your, your you know your own body and it'll then speak to you 
and then you can join in if you want to join or not or just do nothing exactly um that's where i think part of my love for animals and cats comes in because they know so well to do fuck all like (laughs) it's like and i watch my cat uh a lot kind of just how she breathes how she moves um obviously she does nothing the majority of the day and asks exactly for what she wants when she wants food she asks when she wants petting she asks when she wants to be left alone she asks the amount of self because she puts in to keep her you know fur shiny and healthy and the amount she just rests and sleeps or sunbathes it's incredible yeah. um just to watch her breathing and then also shaking things off so mm-hmm. i do um bring over some free movement or shaking into my fuck it yoga class because I think we forget that we have such simple tools. Um, you shake your body for a couple of seconds and you already feel better. Isn't that incredible? I know. You don't need a teacher for, for this. We sometimes just need a little bit of encouragement or bringing things like that into our daily lives and into our habits. Yeah. But that's what I'm learning from my cat. Yeah. Just shake things off when you don't want anymore yeah. or need anymore. Yeah. And it's free. And it's free. <laughs> doesn't cost anything yeah and it's easy accessible mm-hmm. and it brings it back to the more i listen to my body the more i know what i need the mm-hmm. more i know when i need rest when i need movement when i need sleep when i need some action yeah yeah it's hard though isn't it to, that's the skill learn to listen to your body i know it was something i had to learn over time and there was a level of after all of the frustration etc um of I'm not sure what to do, but I know I have to do something and I'm just going to start and find my way as I go. Um, And that's where I learned to trust my body because it started to show me the more I listened to it. And the more I listened to it, the more my skills enhanced to now the level that I see them at now is quite high in how I interact with my own body, the relationship I have with my body. But for other people out there, that can be scary to say, how am I supposed to do all that? go to a class and do nothing or learn to shake myself off or be like the cat you know if if, if you were to advise someone because i know you'll have total beginners who come to yoga class and they're stepping in and like this is a yoga environment what do i do and how do you facilitate that with people i try to give them to spe- really try to give them the space to be themselves mm-hmm. and um yeah it's 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 i think the less i do the sometimes the better it is just really giving them the space to be themselves and then also another thing is to uh show stories about myself to tell them when i messed up or don't feel good or you know even as a teacher you know you mix i still mix up right or left (laughs) (laughs) i still kind of say sometimes things and then somebody said what do you want us to do oh sorry other hands you know yeah and I think showing other people to be messy and to show up as human uh, and show their imperfection is giving out of the space to be themselves. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's how we are. Yeah. You know, we are messy beings, yeah. which is great and beautiful. Yeah. Um, and from that messiness, a lot of beauty and creativity comes from. And I think we forget that. Yeah. 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 And... Um, that also comes back to values because I grew up that the majority of values was very much external based. So, you know, you study and you get a job and you get a better job and whatever. 
the same with your personal life, you know, you get married and you have a house and you buy a car and a better car and whatever, your 2.2 children or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not for everybody. Yeah. You know, and before you know, you invested years and years and years, and I've done it myself, into an education and a job. You're actually, every time you get a promotion, you're excited for exactly 24 hours. And then you realize, shit, yeah. I have that extra money in my account now, but I'm still not feeling fulfilled. Um, so yeah, so it's coming back to your values and really figuring out to what do I really want? Mm. And if everything is so busy around you um, and have external input all the time, it's very hard to notice those things. Yeah. Um, and that's where coming back to the yoga and creating a space, I think the more I show up for myself and others, the more it's inviting for others to show up for themselves. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, social media has been quite noisy and it's, it's very hard to navigate through the, the noise and I, I had received a message from someone about uh, on Instagram and he asked what did he say he said I tried yoga it didn't work for me what do you think about this my response was is it depends what perspective you went in with in the first place and what you were looking for and I said this is my perspective and understanding of yoga and if I attended a yoga class this is the elements I'd be looking for if he went in and Googled social media and he Googled yoga and there's a lot of, um, I don't know if sextized is even a word, but like half naked women doing poses um, and, and that's all over the internet. And that's not what I know about yoga. But if he went in that way and said, I'm going to stretch the bejesus out of myself and he got nothing out of it, well, that's the intention he went in with. Um, where if I went to yoga class and I wanted to relax, connect, embody, etc., etc., I'm going to get that. Um, and I'm wondering, do you have similar thoughts about the the noisiness of how yoga can be perceived on the internet? Absolutely, because if you look um, online, the majority of um, imagery you receive is women looking a certain way in certain clothes. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but it's what you do with it. Yeah. So um, when I notice all oh, this is triggering me, because I'm not six foot five stone or anything, <laughs> I just switch it off now. That's what I do. I delete usually the app for a few days or something. And I plan, again, it comes back to my 40, <laughs> 40 weeks a year I'm uh, trying to achieve. Um, I go on retreats for a week and I don't use the mobile phone at all, for example. It's switched off and it stays stay switched off. And I put things in place that people who need to reach me know where I am. I might, you know, check obviously if I miss call or something. But I wouldn't read emails. I wouldn't be on social media or anything like that. I just switch it off. And the interesting thing is once I switch things off, it actually doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah. And then another thing is there are so many teachers out there and so many gifted teachers and beautiful teachers and everybody brings their values to it and has a slightly different approach to it so find your own teacher find the one who really inspires you and the style you really enjoy mm -hmm. so um and then also what i think is sometimes really good when um when a teacher pushes your button sometimes you know usually in a yoga class 
I think there's a perception out there. You, you go to a yoga class and everything is sane and happy. It's not. Like when I practice my own thing or when I go to a class, I go from this is great, I love it, to shit, this is hard, I don't want to do it, I hate you, I hate me. <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes around again to, mm. oh yeah, this is great, I love it, can we continue? Ah, great. You know, so, um, and it's, I think it's everything in life. Yeah, yeah. I like how um, all of the elements of your life overlap and it's all around you and what you want and how you choose to live and how you look after yourself and your cat. Yeah. And your, <laughs> and your plants. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And is that what led you into the M2M coaching? Um, yes, it did actually. So I um, felt like, because as I started um, with Ebony Allard, who is running Misfit for Life and um, I'm coaching in this community. As I met her, I wanted a bigger shift. I kind of was plodding away and I shifted um, already things around. I already was teaching yoga a couple of classes a week and I was working four days a week at the time. And I felt like there needs to be another shift happening for me. And I didn't want it that this takes another year or two. I kind of wanted to be like, it goes a little bit more snappier in a way. <laughs> but I'm somebody who kind of take things sometimes slow like I know there's some people they just quit the job and figure it out then and go all in where I'm not I'm like okay let's a little bit me let's be a bit more strategic about it you know let's make sure there's enough savings in the bank account and do the training first before quitting the job and yeah. starting a new career um because that's what I knew how to do it and feel safe to me and that's how I also did um the transition from working in sales and marketing to design and then the yoga just came along naturally yeah, it was yeah. like this extra thing which was the glue together and so back to the coaching now so i met ebony and i did a wake up with her so it's a full day intense day but really cool and that helped me to really fully connect to my values mm -hmm. and i had an idea about my values and but there were way to spread out and it was really hard for me to kind of come back to them like I feel it's quite easy for me to go off into something else and lose my anchor my center mm -hmm. and having the value filter and those values really ah uh, every time I go off a little bit I check in and that really helped me then to find a transition between working for somebody else and doing the yoga on the side to transition into working fully for myself and do it exactly the way I wanted it. And then the coaching came along because the opportunity arose from Ebony to do the training with her. And I thought, oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah. I want to bring this into my yoga. I want to bring this into my design business. This can help so many other people um, and also her community. And um, yeah, and I love working with other people. So this was... Yeah. 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 Another add-on. Yeah. Mm. You had a big influence on me about 18 months ago, actually, wasn't it? Something like that. It's around yeah. that time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember sitting down there uh, having a conversation with you and I'm trying to think where I was 18 months ago. <laughs> I remember we met up and um, you were saying, I want to this, do this and this and this with my business. And I thought, <laughs> this is all great. And... Uh, how can, can I do this? And can you help me? Yeah. And I said, no, I can't help you with all of those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I know, but I know a community mm -hmm. I'm in where you get all of it and then whatever else um, kind of did more design work then together, tidied up the website and bits and pieces yeah. uh, and stuff like that. But a few times. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's part of the journey, you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that things are changing and shifting and then mm -hmm. we adapt and um, update. Yeah. So, um, and that's where I introduced you to the Misfit for Life community because I thought this is exactly what you need where you're at at your business, which will help you to expand in that new container. Mm -hmm. And lots changed since then, hasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Still changing. <laughs> Still changing, yeah. And what's your, what's, what's the plan now? What's your next? So you've become a... Working for yourself, freelance, run your own business, teach as well, coach as well. Is there plans? I'm just curious. I'm, um, I'm being nosy, actually. That's okay. <laughs> and I'm completely open about it. Um, so my plan is to, the next couple of weeks, I actually want to tidy up my own business. Mm -hmm. um, there is a lot I have in my mind, but not really put certain structures in place. I have certain structures in place, but I feel like, uh, I need to sit down and kind of expand them and um, for the details to kind of that I can grow or the business can grow. But first, the foundation needs to be a little bit more solid. And that's kind of what I'm going to be working on for the next few feet, next few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm doing a yoga teacher training at the moment to which is focused actually on anatomy. Uh, which I found extremely fascinating at the moment. And the interesting thing was that you mentioned a couple of weeks ago um, about yoga teachers and sometimes you felt they could brush up on their anatomy skills. And I thought, this is funny that he just mentioned that and I just signed up yesterday. <laughs> it was literally the day before I signed up for the training. <laughs> so uh, I'm kind of immersed in this at the moment and I'm doing it mainly for myself at the moment. Yeah. I realized... There's a difference between doing a training to be teaching this or to train to embody it and then incorporate it in the teaching further. So I'm actually going to take a break from teaching for a couple of weeks. So I don't know when this is coming out. I might be back teaching already. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I want to learn at the moment. Mm. I want to learn more. Yeah. 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 And then the other thing, um, what I'm doing more will be uh, Squarespace websites. So I'm official in the Squarespace circle at the moment. And um, I'm going to be working more with, a, with that platform because I feel it's such a beautiful tool where I can help people to build what they want to have mm -hmm. online. And then they can take over and maintain it and continue and grow themselves. I, I think it really supports that, specifically small businesses or mm -hmm. uh, individuals who want to start a side business or something new. Um, it's such a beautiful platform with enough there to build a lot. But then I feel it's easy to pass over and it can be maintained by that person rather than they always need to come back to me. It's the same with yoga. I want to give people tools so they can use yeah. and do it themselves. She just asked me for a testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you've done for me. Um, but yeah, no, the, the 
um, how that was done I really liked because there was things that added things that I was able to gain from you um, and templates and things like that that's all done for me and now I know how to go in there and edit them and that's been so helpful so I'm, I've no doubt other people would love to be able to have that type of service as well so um, yeah that would be awesome so that, that brings me to perfect time and where do people find you let's pimp you out excellent <laughs> So they can find me on my website sparklewithlindy.com and it's also uh, sparklewithlindy on Facebook and Instagram. And they can email me, hello at sparklewithlindy.com. <laughs> um, is that the same for yoga as well? Anything. Lovely. I do it all together. Good. good. Yeah. So you're easy to find. I'm easy to find. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So one more question. Go for it. What one change would you like to see in the world? Just one. <laughs> it can be more than one. Can be wherever you like. Um, I like, I guess. Gosh, that's a really hard question to pick I know, one. it's really nice to finish I on. know, it's really nice to finish and Everyone always has something really cool to say. <laughs> no, no pressure. pressure. <laughs> I'd like that people take more care of themselves and not looking for external fixes. Lovely. Yeah. Cool. I know it's not easy to do that. It's yeah. really hard and scary and can feel very wobbly specifically right now. Mm. But I think if you follow your instinct and your gut, I even get goosebumps saying that now. Yeah. Um, because it's a really scary time to do that, to really say, actually, fuck that. I don't want to do that. Everyone, everybody's running in this direction and I'm going to hang out over here. Yeah. And actually, I had a little vision on a retreat I did um, a while ago. So it's called Pad of Love and I'm kind of going back to these retreats over and over again as a staff now and I had a little vision where I always felt like I'm going in one direction and everybody's running over here and it feels quite lonely sometimes but then um, what I realized but what, what if all those people realize at some point they're heading in the wrong direction because they're following the one path and then they turn around and heading in my direction I'm way ahead of them yeah. so um I just had this little picture then in my mind and thought, okay, yeah, stick to your own guts. Yeah, yeah. This was a very long answer. No, no. <laughs> this is the type of answers we want. Um, it's it's very insightful um, and I resonate a lot with it. Mm. So um, thank you very much for sharing. You're welcome. Thank and you for having me. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Galinda Halmer. Thank you. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you so much for listening to Trust Your Body podcast. If you found the episode valuable, please share it with friends and family and please leave us a review on iTunes. It would be awesome if you could take a screen cap and tag me on Instagram at Anthony underscore Claffy. Again, thank you so much. And remember, no one knows your body better than you. Trust it. <laughs>